Welcome back, Bills Mafia. It's not your usual Wake Jockins here. It's me, Maniac, but I am here with the usual suspects on the Crowd Assist Podcast. You know me, the CAP. It's your man, Meerkat. It's our friend, Jake Micah. Gents, how are we doing tonight? Living large. That's all we can living, say. Living, living large. Love to hear that. You know, I'm I'm living pretty large too. It was a good day. Just a, just a good day. It was my dog's birthday. Shout out to Coda, eight years old today. Just finished the second half of her cake. Gone in seconds. Thirty thirty five dollars for a dog's cake. Absurd, but she <laughs> loved it, so it's okay. And two year anniversary with Trainwreck Sports. I don't know if it's like the exact date, but according to Al, my LinkedIn says it is. So let's go. I haven't been on LinkedIn in probably since I updated that. But shout out to the train, boys. Hey, it is, is also it is all year anniversary of the creation of uh, the Happy Hour Hoops Twitter. So I think it's the two year anniversary officially wow. of Happy Hour Hoops. Look at that iron. Look at that Incredible. synchronicity that we Just have a here. Great day. Going into this. What I mean, a, yeah, what a day. That was a big, big foundational day for Trainwreck. Obviously, David, to both of you kind of launched on the brand. And <laughs> obviously, look at where it's led to you. Obviously, the flagship show here for the Bills. And in a year now, July 14th, 2022, we kind of get into it. We were talking about it in the pre-show, not very much going on with the team. I think when you have, you know, a contender that's looking to get into the top tier or when you're looking at that middling playoff team, obviously there are a lot more storylines. Being the Super Bowl favorite, again, not to get cocky, but it seems things are more set in stone, boys. 100%. You're really too quiet. Yeah, it's ahead, crazy. When... When there's nothing going on, like we're still not arguing things that don't matter for another month or two. And like we're, we're just feeling good. We're Super Bowl favorites. We're just enjoying watching our quarterback ride horses on vacation and play golf with other <laughs> quarterbacks. Like what a time to be alive as a Bills fan. Yeah, it's it, like you said, eerily too quiet. But the, literally, the only people playing football are the Rochester Americans right now. That's how that's how quiet football season is at the moment. So um, I'm just I'm sure that all the guys are having a great time uh, in like Turks or whatever other islands that they're vacationing on for the next two weeks. But training camp is right around the corner. The buzz like. The week leading up to training camp is so much fun once you start getting the interviews and everybody kind of starts shifting into full gear because everybody we're like, even though training camp, we're just talking about practices, everybody's just so excited to see guys in pads there. So it, it's really, it's right around the corner. This is the the absolute dead period. We got the all-star game coming up and everything, but yeah, a lot of, I think a lot of nerves just to wait to see how, because there's a lot of big storylines that are going to play out in training camp right when it starts that everybody's going to be talking about. And when things are more steady, when there are less, you know, craziness going on with the team, it leads to obvious craziness elsewhere. When you have a fan base as rabid as Bill's Mafia, and that leads to training camp <laughs> ticket master catastrophe. Absolute nonsense. Lines going crazy. People not being able to get what they want. But you know where you can go and actually get what you want and not very long lines? Your neighborhood outlet liquor your place to buy a case but let's get into this wow. meerkat did you get in like did you were you in the queue at Ticketmaster at all did you try and get these things i mean because i by the time i saw it on twitter it was already in like the thousands and it just seemed hopeless yeah i attempted it once i had a busy day at work i went in it took a good like five minutes to even see anything with the loading just just crashed i, I was just like this isn't gonna work i looked it up on twitter I'm, i just searched like bill's tickets 
people people were people were not happy so i just said i'm not dealing with this now we have the full story coming out it was just crashing the highly anticipated you know before you can go to training camp with tickets you grabbed at noco you know like and right before you where were these days am i crazy or did you not be able to use to just like recycle like a coke can and get like training camp yes Literally, yes, it was like yes. the Darien Lake discount. It's yeah, like you ridiculous. want $10 off at Darien Lake, or do you want free Bills training camp tickets? Unbelievable. Michael, <laughs> were you in that queue? It seemed like absolute nonsense. See, it reminded me of uh, the Mean Girls scene in the school when everyone's just ripping at each other and everyone's just <laughs> fighting for superiority. No, it was chaos, bro. Like, I've never I've never seen – yes, he is. Meerkat is the GOAT. I've never seen any – I've literally just logged on to Twitter – just a normal day, not anticipating anything. And all of a sudden, just the flood of tweets at Ticketmaster. Like you said, bro, I can't believe it's such a it's such a hot ticket. Like mm-hmm. it's it's baffling to me that I mean, not baffling at all. I guess it makes sense it's a hot ticket. Like we can have like scalpers out at St. John Fisher, just like kids yeah. trying to get it. So I it's do not crazy. doubt that with fences, like just people, your like, closest interactions in. you're gonna get with <laughs> these guys. Like, I bet half of these guys too will end up going are gonna be like adult autograph seekers, not great people. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, and it's just like the autograph it, culture, though, and, and you have a lot of insight into that, obviously, mm-hmm. with your David Azbeka. For the most part, when I see it now, it's almost as though if someone's over 25, uh, an athlete's not signing for them. That 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 from yeah. what I see, I say yeah. like they'll go to crowds and obviously they'll sign for kids. I mean, I'm watching the Allen and and Poyer footage from the Micah Hyde charity softball game. I mean, they're signing out the Wazoo um, mm-hmm. for everybody. But it seems to me like athletes specifically target not signing for people 25 and above. Do you see that yeah. like as a tendency, like way more than obviously like five to eight years ago? It's like at an event like that. Yeah. You're, you're going to see them definitely like favoring the kids. You're, that's your job as an athlete. You know, like you see Josh Allen playing catch with the kids. He's doing everything for the kids. Um, when you got a guy, you know, my age, older, trying to get autographs you're kind of assuming it's just a resell i mean i would be a guy i'd be an adult autograph seeker for collecting purposes not for resell but most of these guys you just have to assume are out for the money for that type of stuff you don't have unlimited time to sign everything it's got to be the kids first yeah i i i've it's never even a thought that's across come across to me since i've i don't even know across a certain age where i've just never even thought about autographs paying for autographs, anything like that. It's, and I'm assuming that that's going to be a lot of the crowd, but good on these guys, like just turning people down too. just being like, no, that's okay. Like you see so many videos of that all the time now and everything. And I'm glad that everybody is trying to set the punch because that's, it's crazy. Like the things that some of these people have to go through to like just living their everyday lives and people coming up to them. I just think about that all the time. Like if I was to see, I've never been someone who's been like starstruck anytime I've ever seen anything. I understand how you would, but there's still just like, I don't know, a certain way you have to act in those scenarios. So um, I hope that it's just, you know, they do some stuff, get the kids nights in, try to like weed that out and make it a good family fun experience for the whole time. Yeah, it's funny. So you'll have like a big placard of like signings and they're just going for it and they'll just dodge like the old guy's <laughs> yeah, arm. And they'll, like, go, like, so so it, there's a finesse to it for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so speaking of finessing, uh, boys, anything else in our state of the bills here before we get into our main event, the bills 2022 villain draft four rounds each. We will be picking our villains for 2022 for the season beyond postseason, etc. cetera. Uh, but anything else uh, on the SOTB? Things are good, man. 
things it is it, it, this excited. is just how it is right like yeah. the, when the, your main concern is if you're going to be able to sign you know your all pro safety to an extension to keep them happy like that's like <laughs> you know you're in a good state right you're in a good yeah. state of mind for sure. for sure okay and speaking of a good state of mind oh wow for the bellsville in draft <laughs> let's go <laughs> Now, we have not determined yet an order, I believe. Is that, would I be correct? No, I don't think so. I hate to do this because I know it's obviously become super popular on uh, the Yak, but I figure we might as well just defer to the wheel. The wheel is just. The wheel the wheel, is just. It is. It's the most fair thing we could do. Okay. The, so with that said, we will, we will allow a free ad on top of... Uh, on top of our outlet liquor here, a uh, free ad for Chimerland, the survivor open world game. Um, yeah, so, we, oh, so we will do, oh, uh, we'll do Amazing. a reverse, we'll do a reverse order, I'm assuming, right? Uh, three, two, one. Yeah. First, so for, for, yeah, let's okay, do it. So, for, so this is for the third overall pick in our villains draft, and it's looking like it's going to be... Me. All right, okay. you get the turn. You get, so the, I get turn. the turn. I'll get two picks in a row. I'll get third and four. Unfortunately, I will not get the ultimate villain of all time, but that's okay. Now let's remove me, and it's down to heads up. Meerkat, Micah, Micah, Meerkat. Oh, should we do two out of three? Let's do two out of three. Okay, okay. two out of three for the first. As it lands on pick, me, for the first overall. Pick. <laughs> I know. I, I, that's how you, you want to talk about just the wheel is just. Meerkat has just. won. Will he get the second to clinch the first overall pick here? I'm a huge fan of the wheel. Do me right. Oh, and it looks oh, like no. oh. okay, so Meerkat with the first overall pick in our villain draft. Micah will get number two. That's, that, was, that was pretty exciting. I got to give uh, props where it's due. But, gents, this is it. Uh, we have time for our first overall pick. Meerkat, the floor is yours, sir. You're on the clock. I hate to do it. You have to do it. I feel like there's a clear, we talked about this before, there's a clear A tier of guys here, a handful. I think this is the lone S tier guy on the list for Bills Mafia villains heading into this season. I'm going with it's it's an all time villain. It's not just this season. I know we don't have the regular season matchup against him, but it is still Tom Brady to me. I am taking Tom Brady number one overall. Josh cannot overcome this guy in his career. We saw it last year. We saw it on the golf course. We've seen it on the field. He's been our boogeyman for decades now. And it just doesn't stop even when he leaves New England. I think if the NFL is just, which the NFL, the NFL makes things happen, I think the Buccaneers might be in the Super Bowl this year. Tom Brady's farewell. Josh Allen, the Bills, I think they're going to be in the Super Bowl. Give me Josh Allen, Tom Brady, Super Bowl, ultimate villain, finally dethroning him, Batman versus Joker. Let's go. Tom Brady, number one overall. I give so you credit uh, just before Mikey gets into his. I mean, not only is this a slam dunk on the fact of, you know, what he's done in the past, uh, you know, obviously as the track record speaks for itself, but right now on the precipice of a Super Bowl favorite, mathematically, he's what stands in your way as the, as the second favorite. So it, And publicly no chirping Josh, you know. Oh, he's in his head. Now he's in his head. He's on national television. This is going to happen. We're going to see Josh. Brady's got nothing to lose. That's the dangerous thing about him right now. Nothing to lose. And that makes Mm -hmm. a villain more dangerous than anything. So is Brady the Joker in this scenario then? Yes. A thousand percent. Joker's the Joker. He's just, that's a scary world. The Joker. He's teasing Josh about baby fans. We're trying to win a Super Bowl. (laughs) 
it's just games with him. All right, my number yep. two is pretty easy then, and it may, maybe it's not a maybe it's going to be a surprise for you guys, maybe not. But I think it's a long play that is going to hurt us in the end. We see the we've seen the pictures, we've seen the bromance developing. It's Pat Mahomes. He is setting Josh Allen up yep. with the long mental. Yep. It's, this is the Kobe esque mental game yep. where he is becoming his best friend. They're going to be buddy buddy, and then when it comes divisional round 2023 he's gonna have every edge in some way Mahomes is the most competitive guy one of the most competitive guys i've seen is an nfl quarterback position just everything he does every story you hear about him he doesn't like to lose anything doesn't do it he sees this as his biggest threat obviously in josh coming so close the last two years and everything mm -hmm. else it's just too good to be true bro they're just it's it's been too public it's been too buddy buddy I think he's coming. It's like we're in like the part of a Thor movie where Loki is buddies with Thor. Josh Allen is mm -hmm. Thor in the scenario, Loki and we know the turns coming. To be likable, hundred percent. Yes, and we're falling for it. We love him. We're like, yeah, we really like Loki. It's and a great comparison. No, we're not falling for it. Josh is falling <laughs> Thor, for it. Man, Thor is Josh falling is falling for it, which is the problem. It. That's true. I want Josh to hate him. I think it's cool when they're buddy buddy. You know, the two best quarterbacks and they have see best friends, all that. But, like, I want him to hate him. I don't want this, like, friendship factor on the field. Now, we didn't see the whole Josh back last year, but they're only getting closer. And Mahomes, he's married to Brittany and related to Jackson. Those are just bad things, villainous things. We do have the villainous acts in themselves. Absolutely. No, and the thing is, um, what would I say? And it's a funny thing, right? Because if you had told the Bills fan, yeah, it's one of those things five years ago, your quarterback will be top like two top three in the league no debate obviously when you put rogers into the conversation and he'll be like buddy buddy with the other top quarterbacks. it sounds good on paper and then you're in it and you're like i don't like them sitting together like on the back of that pickup truck at, kicking like, their the heels up event or whatever. Like, what's going on here exactly yeah. exactly okay well obviously you guys took out uh two monsters uh and that's so that this is where i think you see the first significant drop off um because obviously Mahomes has the history. He has the future threat. Brady has the history. He has the future threat. So with that said, I am going to do my best to emanate that pick. Villainous for this season. Someone is already talking. Right now, the Bills have a pretty clear path in the AFC East. They're minus 200. Basically, if you bet $2, you're going to win a dollar. Uh, but there are still some threats out there. And the, and the Dolphins and Patriots at you know plus 400 to plus 500, depending on where you're looking. So with that said, I'm going to go on a guy who has terrorized the Bills in the past, but now could terrorize them in the future, Tyreek Hill. Mm. I know oh, it's going to be a lot different without the one. Kelsey factor, a... without the Mahomes factor. It'll be very interesting to see. But here's the, the way I look at it right now. I wasn't scared of Tua turn the ball over, okay? I was totally fine <laughs> with him. Now, I, he has a deep threat where he could bail him out. I mean, yeah, and I, and I give credit. Jalen Waddle was good last year. They got Gasecki. They got some weapons. Like, I'm not saying that. Togo Boyo sucks, but the thing about mm -hmm. him was when he said the NFL was easy, like four games in, like, and he hasn't beaten the Bills since. So I know yeah. that he has that chip on his shoulder, or mm -hmm. as the kids say in this week on the internet, he has that dog in him. And I'm worried that uh, potentially Tyreek Hill could bring it out. Cause I know that watching him meme himself throwing to open receivers, two is not going to do it on his own. So Tyreek obviously uh, is a big part of that. Um, let me just put in my next pick here. That's a great pick. There were guys okay. I clearly it's missed. Tough on my to drop off. There, there, that's going to be very subjective as it goes. 
Um, and of course, next, I got to go with the other thing. I got to box out. I got to solidify my position. It's almost like a handcuff when you're drafting right back. I got the Dolphins taken care of. I can go with two uh, at this point. But again, I'm going to go with the past history and, and, the, and the present day threat. I'm going to select Bill Belichick fourth overall. Uh, he's dominated the Bills. Obviously, 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 I can't say this enough. It is not the same without Tom Brady. Brady bailed him out in so many of those games. It's clearly obvious at this point that there were times where the Dick Duran Bills would have beat the Patriots. The Chan Gailey Bills would have beat the Patriots. There were Shout times where that actually would have happened. The Mike Malarkey Bills would have beat the Patriots. But when you factor in, you know, Belichick's defensive prowess mixed with Brady's clutch gene and his just ability to win in the output, uh, it was just a terrorizing, you know, had decade and a half for Bill Sands. But with that said, you know, you think it was over, but then they come in on that Monday night football game last night and they or last year and they do something that nobody's ever done. They didn't throw the ball or whatever. Now I will say that McDermott got his revenge. They got, they went to New England. They absolutely trampled them. They played a great offensive game in New England. And then they had the perfect game in the playoffs. So obviously they've gotten the better of him lately. But yes, Belichick is still that, you know, it's kind of hard to put him in a Marvel spot, but, he, but he's always lingering <laughs> and, he, and he occasionally, very occasionally picks up a W. So I, I'm going to round out my turn with Tyree Kill and Bill Belichick. Micah, number five pick. What are you thinking? That's a great pick as well. I was hoping that one of those two would fall there, but I figured you would be be all over that. I knew you'd be all over Bill Belichick. I was surprised by Tyree Kill. I'm going with not a human being at this point. I'm going completely off the board here. The one thing that, and this is more for Bills fans, but I'm sure Bills people, everybody in the Bills is going to be following it the entire year, every single game. The number, my number two villain pick is coin tosses. Oh, that's a good there. one. You know how much we're going to be tracking coin tosses? Like Josh Allen's record is going to be a tweet that gets sent around and we're going to do it. We should probably do it too. That's going yeah. to be sent around every single game. And if there's overtime ones, don't don't even get me started. But Twitter just burns down every time. So coin toss is number two for this year. Kudos, dangerous pick right there. But I agree. As of right now, one of the, one of, no doubt a top in the present day a top three villain uh, in the Bill sphere. Uh, it's just laying there. Great pick, great pick. Not even on my board. I can't believe it. Same, gross, same. I agree. Gross over. Hit me like a brick wall when he's at it. Um, so do I do I go back to back here then? Yep, yep. All right, all right. So this is a guy I considered if I was picked two or three, I think might have been my pick. He's my third on my draft board behind Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes. We're excited to get the value here. We're going with Nick Wright. I know this is cliche, but he is the OG Josh Allen hater, prominent media guy. We're, last year we saw a lot more big media guys, you know, using Bill's Mafia to fuel engagement, hating on Josh Allen stuff, even though they don't believe in it. So they'd get cheap interaction. There's going to be way more of that this year. We're already seeing it just in the offseason. But the OG bozo is Nick Wright, and he's going to have a field day if the Bills misstep even a bit. And not getting in anything bad, or not that I think this, but the Bills have a tough, tough beginning of their schedule. The Bills misstep a little bit early on. We are going to be buried with it, and Nick Wright's going to be leading the charge. So just off of you know being the OG guy and how much he's going to lead the pack this year if anything bad happens, Nick Wright's there for me. Shout out to the him. I, I have him blocked, but I'm not going to lie. Checking on my burner. I can't get enough. I want the hate. I want to hate him. I want him to hate us. It's just a lot of hate going on. I, I love, I, I got a lot of love, but Nick, right? 
you're my conduit of hate, buddy. And then next, we are going with ticket prices. We saw it start mm-hmm. to happen last year, especially in the playoffs. We're seeing it with season ticket prices. Everything is, and you know, the pre-sales this year were significantly higher. During the season, if you don't have season tickets, if you don't pre-order on games, you are going to be in trouble. I think we saw it a bit today with people going crazy for training camp tickets. During the season, I think long gone are the days of morning of buying a $5 ticket on, you know, SeatGeek or something online and getting in the game. I think those tickets that used to be $5 are now going to be $20 to $50. I mean, it's going to be the more the Bills win, the more, you know, we're going to pay the price of being elite, literally. Currently at the home opener, looking about an average of $200 for a ticket in the uh, 300s. So absurd. Absurd. I will agree. That's a great pick. Ticket prices. Oh, we got to misspell them, but that's okay. Ticket prices, seven overall for the cat. Okay. So now we're back to Mr. Micah. This is, this is where it gets tough for me. We've, we've got the big hitters. Nick Wright was my last a guy on the board there. I figured Mir was going to get it back around to him. I think this one, this one is going to feel special to our hearts as degenerates it's it's odd odds makers or sports books how can we put this because the bills the bills bills fans bills mafia that just want to bet on the bills every week want to put these futures down everything else this is finally the year where it does not make sense to do it like i've been putting how many years in a row have you put a bill super bowl bet down and it was at plus fifty thousand or plus five fifty thousand whatever and you're just like but maybe this is the year we are no longer the case. Every game is going to be miserable. And are, am I still going to put the minus 180 bills in every everything or the minus 230 bills in everything? Yes. So I think for yes. this is a Bills Mafia degenerate pick. The lines makers are going to make us angry. They're, they're only, what are they, only a dog in one game right now, I'm pretty sure, mm. um, looking ahead to the season. Yeah. I think they one or two yeah. at most. I think Bengals maybe, and then they start. I think Rams and Bengals were the only two, and obviously they're only a point or two in each. Yeah. Okay. So that's, that's my pick there. Lions, you boys. Hey, I'll give you credit. Those were uh, those were some great. There, my my board is looking a little bland. My board is looking like some mayonnaise compared to some of your <laughs> picks. But with that said, I am gonna go with. For where are we at now? Nine overall as we come to me on the turn with my third round pick here in the Villains draft on the Crowd Assist podcast. I am going to go with... I was thinking between two here and I'm stalling for my second pick primarily, but I'm going to go with Mike Vrabel, number nine overall. This is a surprising pick. I know a lot of people are probably like, what the hell? Mike Vrabel's kind of had the Bills number a little bit. Um, I think they kind of Josh Allen fluked a game against them in 2018. And let's face it, if the Bills do lose to the defending Super Bowl champions and go on one like you alluded to, Meerkat, that is going to be a very, very, very challenging game. Well, either way, whether they win or lose, it's going to be a very, very more important game if the Bills lose and are 0-1 at that point. I mean, if you're at 0-2 with Super Bowl aspirations, mathematics say... That's, that's not adding up. So, obviously, Mike Vrabel, a big potential villain. I can see him causing a stir. And keep in mind, he also tried to run the um, home run throwback last year in the Monday night game. He <laughs> tried to literally execute it like a fucking was... scumbag. Absolute <laughs> yeah. scum. You're telling me that there's nothing more villainous than running a play where you pre- previously cheated against the Bills. Okay. Yeah. It's bold. Okay. 
Now this is where I'm getting a little crazy. <laughs> this is someone <laughs> okay. that I just think, you know, I, I, you know, I, I was here's the thing. I'll, I'll admit it because it's not going to get back to me, and it will get back to me probably. I was going to go Julian Edelman because he's just such a scumbag and he's part of Patriot Station. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go with the safer pick. He has been working out. This is actually oh. number number ten overall. Uh, but I am going to go with McCorkle Skinny Jones. Matt. He was yeah. absolutely, absolutely getting crowned last year That's with all of his like. We're just handing the ball off and basically running play action plays for like seven yards and not throwing any touchdowns to that one guy on the Patriots. I can't remember his name. He has like 800 yards every year, but he's never caught a touchdown. Jacoby Myers, maybe. Yeah. Um, yeah. But play, long story short, um, yes, Mac Jones, piece of shit. Hate him. Won a game against the Bills where he didn't have to throw the ball. Makes me hate him. <laughs> Mac That's Jones, number pick. 10 overall. He was next up on my board. That's okay. fantastic. He was not next up on my board. I'm going to round it out, come back to human beings, go back with a football player. This is more of a potential pick. It's also more of just what I'm most terrified as a villain. Like the villain that's looming that I'm most terrified about, it's Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson, it's been brewing. We already had the playoff matchup. Already had a great game the year before that. I've had that week five game circled since the schedule came out. And I'm just really high on the Ravens in general this year. And feel like you know maybe the with Tyreek Hill gone who knows what happens if there's any kind of step back or just step back in record with the AFC West being so tough for Kansas City before Lamar got hurt last year that team was running away with the number one seed and would have been a force in the playoffs again and I just feel like he's gonna come back I love contract year football players basketball players any sport contract year guys always ball out and Lamar famously right now does not have an extension yet with Baltimore so there's all the motivation the Twitter going after guys on Twitter left and right that was just cracking me up last night I just feel like he's due due for a big bounce back and once he starts popping off Bills fans and the team in general are going to start being uh I'm more scared of him in that kind of situation honestly at this point just because it's the unknown of what you can get with those games yeah I couldn't agree more. The other thing, too, if you want to add to the villainous factor, he has an MVP and Josh Allen doesn't. That's facts. That's facts. Very villainous. Very villainous. <sighs> All right. So am I here to close it out? Well, here's the thing. Before we do this, did you guys want to go one more round? I'm down to, but we don't have to. I could, but I have someone right, I we'll want to We'll go with our pick. honorable mention. We'll go with honorable okay. mention. Okay, yeah, this, this, this is the okay, last yeah. Yeah. This would be my pick, but I don't want to throw it on the graphic and have any riffs in Bill's Mafia. So it's going to be honorable mention. We'll talk about it. Uh, I'm going to take with my final pick is just overconfidence. We saw flashes of it last year, players getting cocky, things like that. It, you know, sometimes coming back to players in the butt a little bit. Obviously, we bounce back. But the confidence is at all time high. People are labeling this, you know, the biggest Bill season in 30 years, which I agree. It is the biggest Bill season. There hasn't been this much hype behind us, this much national support behind us. Everything is lining up for the Bills to be a Super Bowl team. But I hate saying that. That's the thing. It's so much confidence. I look at the schedule. I see the Bills winning every single game. That's not going to happen. I mean, it might happen. That'd be awesome. But like, we have so much confidence and so much hype for a team that hasn't won anything yet. Nothing. Like, we have not won, won anything. won a conference, yeah. We didn't yeah. even make it to the AFC Championship game last year. Like yep. we, And we're, we're the clear-cut Super Bowl favorite. I know 
all and like people aren't even arguing that Josh Allen's not the best quarterback in the league. It's just like Josh Allen's the best quarterback in the league. It's like, well, there is an argument there. Now I think he is, but like it's just crazy. It's kind of insane. I, I like it because I don't have to be upset all the time and arguing points and p- pulling up crazy advanced stats to, you know, validate Josh Allen's play. But it's it's a little much, I feel like. It's If I was – if the Bills – if it wasn't my, like, favorite team and it was another team in this scenario, say swap the Bengals for the exact last two years and this is the scenario – I would be roasting all Bengals fans and roasting right? Bengals, being like you're a fraud as to you, a hundred percent. And that's what scares me the most. Is it's been it's eerily quiet. Everybody's super sure of it and everything. Exactly what you said. That's a great, great pick. All we right, need more bulletin board material. Oh, okay. Hey, so, what you guys have uh, on the rest of your board here? Jake, you give yours first. Your honorable mentions. This is like, I didn't pick this in the thing because it's like a large group of people, but and it's kind of a more actual thing I'm scared of, and I kind of just kind of wanted to go off the wall a little bit more. Number two receivers is one of the biggest villains, I think, going into this year. <laughs> I am so terrified of, and you brought up Jalen Waddle, and he is like the biggest case of number two receivers that mm-hmm. I'm terrified in matchups this year. Like, first of all, we don't like Tredavious. Everybody thinks he's gonna come back healthy. I'm still optimistic that he is everything I don't else. Think whatever. We're until like Halloween. But that's it's gonna be. It's always an adjustment coming back yeah. from the ACL. Even if you're at t- tippy top shape, it's never a hundred percent. And then we have coaching a, staff not gonna rush their stars. As good as Kyir Elam could be, even at his tippy top, he's still gonna have moments that he's a rookie in games, yeah. no matter what. And Dane Jackson, we've seen here. I think Dane Jackson is what he is. So number two receivers, I think, honestly, sneakily in fantasy, everything else, that's that's what I'm kind of scared of. But I didn't want to pick, like, 32 players in the league. So, yeah. I agree. <laughs> I think that one that probably was a fringe as a player, Derrick Henry. Uh, he's had some success yeah. against the Bills. Obviously, yes. the Titans are a threat there. The other two I had, uh, I had Mike Rodak because he could distract <laughs> Bills Mafia. And Jerry yep. Sullivan, because he's proven they, they he can cause frustration <laughs> in our secondary. And, and not That's many great. other people have. <laughs> Jerry would have hey, like that. Great time uh, with our villain Jeff. We are going to get the grab, and we're going to see who, you know, who Twitter thinks uh-huh. or who Instagram thinks, who Facebook thinks has the uh, best villains. But that was awesome. Uh, we'll keep uh, rolling with that. Obviously, the drafts keep uh-huh. rolling on here. Uh, the Crowd Assist Podcast brought to you by Outlet Liquor. But getting into it, uh, I think that just put, puts a wrap on this week's episode. But last but not least, Meerkat's Isaiah Hodgins. Beautiful. So cool. You love to, uh, things, uh, things you love to see. Things, you love, things to you, see. you love to see. I've got, you know, a lot of cool opportunities to meet a lot of, you know, big athletes, interview big time guys, like a lot of cool stuff. But I have been chasing an interaction with Isaiah Hodgins for since he's been a Buffalo Bill. I'm his biggest supporter, his biggest fan. I got his jersey, his Oregon State Go Beavs jersey. I love it. And those three emojis he tweeted back at me meant the absolute world. This is the year, Hodge Daddy. Let's go. Hashtag wide receiver four. Those three emojis changed my life. What a moment. I can see Hodgins. Seven targets in the AFC Championship. 102 yards, two TDs. Let's go. We're going to the Super Bowl. This is the year, baby. Folks, this is the year. That's what makes it so exciting. All the run-up to training camp, all the run-up to preseason, and then finally the season just about 56 days away at this point. Make sure you are subscribed. Crowd Assist Podcast, 
on anywhere you get your podcasts, Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, YouTube, anywhere at all. Huge shout out to our panel, your friend, Jake, my friend, our friend, Jake Micah, the cat daddy, meerkat, and of course, myself, Maniac. Because, you know, it's about what three words when it comes to getting stops at one Bills drive, when it comes to changing the game, and when it comes to getting W's, the Crowd Assist Podcast. Good night. Night. Now. Now.